Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Royal Blue Podcast with two very special guests. I'm your host, Sam Carroll, joined by Everton correspondent Joe Thomas and the unbeaten boxing brothers Peter and Joe McGrail. Peter and Joe, born and raised in Liverpool, are massive Evertonians and making a name for themselves in the ring. Peter, who won his last fight in Dubai in March by knockout, is 3-0 as a professional, while Joe is also unbeaten at 2-0. They'll be fighting at the MS Bank Arena on Friday, April 22nd, in Probellum, Liverpool, headlined, Paul Butler, headlined by Paul Butler from Ellesmere Port, who is fighting for the World Bantamweight title. Sam Maxwell, Jazza Dickens, Rocky Fielding and a whole host of other Liverpool fighters are on the card and you can get your tickets today on the MS Bank Arena website. Lads, good to have you. How's it, how's it going? All right. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, all right. No, not bad. Uh, but before we, we get on to your glittering careers in the ring and everything that's confused, we do have to, unfortunately, talk about the football. Yesterday, are we, are we in trouble? Are we doomed? Uh, I always like to stay positive, me. Yeah. I reckon... Uh... Obviously, Flamcad can keep us up. Then uh, let him get some of his own players in over the summer. Just try and stay positive. Obviously, don't want to don't want to think about going down. But um, I reckon that I reckon that we're going to stay up this season. Yeah. You confident as well? Um, probably the. Um, I'm confident, obviously, but out of um, my whole life of watching Everton, it's probably the worst, worst like position I've ever seen us in life. So. Yeah. I am worried, to be honest, but hopefully we'll stay up. Watching the game yesterday, it's, and a little bit what we were speaking about before we started recording, there's definitely a worry about the mentality of, of some of the players. And, you know, seeing Michael Keane with the captain's armband on from the start was always a worry. That It's difficult what, watching them. Do you, do you think any of them are really up for the fight? Yeah, just some of the players just seem like they're lacking a bit of motivation, don't they? And they just need to get that drive behind them and just... Don't know, show, show the fans that they wanted and show the fans that like they wanted as much as we wanted and that yeah. we need to stay up basically. That's one of the shames, really, isn't it? That Everton have got such a such a good support behind mm-hmm. them and, and there's there's fellas and girls who are, who are paying the, the hard earned money and to travel all over the country to watch them and you know some of some of the performances they've been putting up this season are just embarrassing, aren't they? It is embarrassing, like yeah. Um, obviously there's no excuses for for the uh, recent performances, but I think we've had a bit of bad luck also. Missing the likes of uh, Yari Mina. I don't know how long he how long he's been out for. A few months now, isn't it? It is a few months uh, now. Yeah. He's missing the core for a few months. Obviously, Calvert Lewin hasn't really got going this season either. So, um, yeah. What did you um? What did you think of the performance yesterday? Were you taking any positives from it? Did you think it was a uh, Obviously, the last league game was um, was Newcastle. And we had that amazing moment with Iwobi scoring the last minute. Then we had that dismal defeat against Palace. I mean, they had the international break. They had an opportunity to reset. Were you taking any positives from yesterday? Um, 
going attacking wise, I think we look good at times, but defensively it's just like just so panicky and just they just look shocking defensively and um, so positives. Not many, like I think <laughs> that, that, that we haven't got no consistency. It's like we no. we'll we'll win a game one nil and get bladdered the next game four <laughs> nil. It's like, it's like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on to be honest. No, no, and obviously they had the setback with um with Van Beek going off yeah. before the game even started. I mean, you've got all your preparations, he's had ten days, two weeks to prepare for that mm-hmm. game yesterday. One of your key players goes yeah. out the window, you've got somebody else playing out of position yeah. there instead, haven't you? I mean, that must have been really difficult. Interesting, would you have gone for Godfrey or Holgate in centre midfield? Uh, probably uh, probably Holgate because mm. I think I think Godfrey is better at the back than Holgate to be honest. So probably throw Holgate in there, yeah. But mm. um I don't know what was the shot with Gomez like that is he injured him? Uh, well yeah, he wasn't he wasn't in the squad yesterday, was he? So no, no, like no. I think he's one of the few players that um Now's the time for that whole squad to step up and be accountable and yeah. start demanding to be in that squad, haven't they? Mm-hmm. On that first eleven, if they're not doing that and not providing competition for places, then yeah, you know, then then well, where's the drive? Where's the hunger coming from if they're not feeling any pressure when they're stepping out onto that pitch? Oh, no. Were you were you surprised, Peter, to see Anthony Gordon drop to the bench, or do you think that was the right decision? Uh, I'm not too sure what's going on behind the scenes. He might have just needed a little rest, might he? But yeah, I think uh, this season he's probably. One of very few positives. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's great to see him, see him coming into his own now, and uh, fingers crossed we stay up. We um, if you're pushing on next year for, for the big season for us. But yeah, he, he he's he's one of the few positives from this season. Like, and Joe Anthony Gordon to the bench. Alex Awoh will be kind of moved into the into the number ten, and he actually did have a a, a decent game, kind of moving the ball forward. Seems to seems kind of he didn't shy away from getting on possession, but. You know, after that great moment, he had a good the other week, scoring the winner against Newcastle. It was a pretty basic mistake, wasn't it? It's just kind of summed up his Everton career in a way. He just something just holding back all the all the time. But it, I mean, for a professional footballer to kind of miss that touch the way he did, it, it didn't look great for him, did it? No, I don't think it, since he's been at Everton, he's really ever got going. I don't know, like why. I think he's a good footballer. Technically, he's good. He's a good dribbler, but. Feel like sometimes his decision making is awful, and yeah, yeah. obviously that was that was um, what happened the other day. He's so symbolic, isn't he? Of so much of what's gone wrong over the last few years. You know, you've got a big money sign, and we know there's so much potential from what he did with Arsenal. What we've seen glimpses of him on the pitch at Everton, but you know he has that highlight, that 99th minute winner. It obviously, absolutely buzzed. I was speaking to him last yeah. week, and you could still see that he was over the moon with it and just desperate to provide more moments like that and then just this cruel twist of fate next game he gets his start he gets to start in a position where he wants to be and I didn't think he had a bad game yesterday but yeah. your takeaway is his touch that uh-huh. second goal which can be so cruel sport can't it sometimes it is just a nightmare like just literally one or two minutes gone wrong from throughout a full game and uh, that's that's what's that's what stuff <laughs> from and it's so it just needs to uh, not just him obviously the team as well I've got it uh, Big game on Wednesday, haven't we? Mm. Probably one of the biggest, most important games we've had for years, from what, from what I can think of. So we just need to uh, not look back and look forward and mm. get them three points on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you've really noticed over the last few weeks of Everton, the whole season, is that they really struggle to deal with adversity. Mm. So 
when we had uh, Palace in the FA Cup, started really well. As soon as Townsend went off, everything just went yeah. to, to pot. And one thing that's quite interesting from your perspective, obviously, you know, when you're in the ring, there's a lot of to and fro. You're not always in control of what you're doing. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes you get hit. Sometimes you, you know you get caught off guard. As a professional sportsman, when you're in that kind of situation, what what do you do? What, what do you do to regain composure, to regain the upper hand? How do you react to that, and rather than just let it fluster you and then ruin the rest of your performance? Yeah, it's just um, so like you mean like if I was to get say if you get it in the ring, and that's it. Yeah, you let them go mad. That's it. Because I mean, you know, you look at say so many situations yesterday um, and in recent weeks, you kind of you find yourself they made one mistake. And it's almost like panic, they make another one, and that's how you get punished, isn't it? You know, we lose the ball, there's a foul on the edge of the box. You can say, unlucky, Cresswell scored a screamer, but if you put yourself in that situation in the first place where you already make it, you put Michael Keane, don't you? I mean, two yellows, what's he doing making that second Uh tackle? Um, You know, how how do you respond to that? Like, if you have uh, a moment where you get a little bit of a shock and you've got a split second to react, obviously it's milliseconds in in your game, how how do you get back on top of the situation? It's just like um, feel, feel composure. Like you, yeah, you've got to have a, you've got to have a calm to be obviously composed and adapt to the level. situation. You know what I mean, and, mm. and come back with obviously the, the right response. Mm. Mm. Like uh, yeah, I mean, it must be incredibly hard in your game. You don't, you, know, you don't get many second yeah, chances in yours. So you haven't got another eighty-five yeah. minutes or something to sort it out. I know, and it's just as well. It's not, a, it's not another ten minutes. No, I'm on side yourself. No, well, yeah, you, there's no one more yeah, accountable yeah. than yourself when you're in that yeah, ring, right. is there? Yeah. So, I seen uh, me ball Molly putting on Twitter the other day that she was offering to go down to Finch Farm and have a few words to the players. But <laughs> I asked him on Wednesday. We just say, boys, if you lose, you've got to do a few rounds in the ring. <laughs> yeah. <these two>. I know. <laughs> we'll talk us through a little bit then. We'll start with you, Peter. But how did you kind of uh, up, fill us in on? I started following Everton and you know some of, some of your most memorable games that you've been to. Yeah, just obviously grew up. My dad, my yeah. dad's a blue, so bit of blue, so <laughs> it's like it was just standard for us to we grew up in a blue house. And my mum's a blue as well. Yeah, and, uh, my dad just took us to all, all the games, all, all the way games. You know what I mean? Can so, you remember your first game? My very first Everton game. I can't remember my first Everton game. I can remember my first away game. I think it was um, I think it was Leeds away. I can't yeah. remember what year. But it was mad, like, you no, know, just getting like a police escort and that. Yeah. <laughs> I was dead young, but I must have been, I can't even remember how old, must have been like, I don't even know, I was probably young anyway, and I was just thinking, this is mad, this. You know what I mean? But I had some, I had some good memories over the years with Sporting Everton, yeah. Best atmosphere you've, you've ever had? Best atmosphere? Um, probably an away game, I think it was at Sunderland. I can't even remember what score we were. It might have been, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Um, I always remember because we were dead close to their fans, obviously, where we were sat, right in the corner, and like obviously just like sort of arguing, you know what I mean? Just throw, like <laughs> doing all my gestures, whatever, and that with, um, with obviously their fans and that, and the fucking had, had a laugh like yeah. What you, Joe? What was your first game? Can you can you remember back that far? Um, I've got a bad memory to be honest, so I can't remember the <laughs> first game. I and was probably, I was about uh, six, seven or eight, I was, and uh. I was a mascot. It was when we um, it was at the Europa League or the Champions League when we played Benfica. Yeah, the Europa League yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was the mascot there, so obviously, uh, walked out with. I think I was walking out with. I can't remember who it was. The Benfica player yeah, used to play for like. Used to, I'm sure he used to play for Barcelona. Can't think of his name. Uh, but yeah, that was me. That was that's my first memory right there. All-time favourite Everton player. Um. 
off the top of me, had big dunk. Big dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. Go. Probably big dunk, but I used I did used to love Rooney me when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just growing up. It felt like, didn't it, like around our age, I remember thinking when he broke into the team at sixteen, yeah. I was like seven and it kind of felt like I was the same age as him. Yeah. I was like, I'll be playing for Everton in a few weeks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah the the Duncan, the one I remember is the we just after the Man United game, the one nil when Ferguson scored the dive header. I think that was up there for the for the top atmospheres. Well we can uh, move on a little bit then Joe and, and talk about what's to come on Wednesday. Obviously we've got Burnley have we massive game I mean mm-hmm. you've already alluded to it it's probably Probably biggest game of the seventh century for it is, so yeah, far. Maybe even the Premier League era. Obviously, had the scares in '94 mm. and '98, but I mean, you know, the financial chasm that exists now between the Championship and, and the Prem, it's just unthinkable the prospect of that and going down. So it really is huge. Looking at Wednesday, obviously, there's a four-point gap between us already. Do you see it as a as a must-win, or do you see it as a must-not-lose? Must win myself personally. Yeah. Just every game's like that, really. You know, mm-hmm. but as you said, this this is one of the most important games we've had for for, for as long as I can remember, really. Yeah. But uh, for me, I'd say we must win definitely. Yeah. How about yourself, Joe? Um, I don't know. To be honest, I'd probably say I'd probably say I'd be happy with the draw against mm-hmm. them. Would you? Yeah, we're we're in the battle with them, aren't we? Yes. So a draw wouldn't be a bad result. Obviously, no. it depends on. Who's it? Watford and then um, who's the other team? So you've got Norwich down the bottom. Norwich and Watford, yeah. Dep- obviously, depends how their uh, games go as well. But as long as we don't lose to Burnley, I think we'll be alright. Just keep that, keep them away, keep them in arm's length yeah, away, yeah, and just yeah, uh, sure. do what to try and do to them what what Leeds and Brentford yeah. done. Well, they've extended yeah. it, haven't they? Yeah. All of a sudden, like you know, three weeks ago, you're thinking, well, it's probably six six teams in this race. All of a sudden, now yeah. it really feels yeah. like it's just four, doesn't yeah. it? So, well, if you look at the games we've got left. We could really do with the one against Burnley. Probably, mm. if you look at the team, it's probably one of the easiest games we've got left in the season. Obviously, we've got a, we've got to play like like United, Liverpool, mm. Chelsea, Leicester. You do get that sense, don't you, that if Everton's pulled clear, they probably need to pull get the points on the billboard yeah. early doors. Don't you? Yeah. Probably why it was a bit of a shame yesterday. Obviously, West Ham are in great form. You've had a had a wonderful season, but you know they're, they're not invincible. You're not no. playing a, a Man City, are you? No. You know. You felt like they were there to be got at, and, and obviously did a quite a good job at getting at them. Unfortunately, punished for the mistakes that that, that we made. Um, you know, then you look ahead to Man United. I mean, obviously, Samuel. My first game at Goodison was February '94, five big dunk. You know, he scored, yeah. scored, he scored the header in the one 0 win. You know, memorable occasions like that. We need a hero, something yeah. like that, don't we? Yeah. Calvert Lewin, big header, yeah. or something along those lines. Again, I mean, Man United aren't unbeatable. I mean, there's no reason to be scared of them, is there? No, definitely not. No, like, and then it's after that, it starts to get a little bit tricky, doesn't it? Yeah. Like to Chelsea, and then, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a lot riding on that derby, isn't there? With, with Liverpool going for the Prem, and, and, and that's obviously, <laughs> I mean, it's just terrifying. Terrible. I mean, I think the only solace I think I took from losing to, to Palace in the in the, in the, uh, the quarterfinals of we didn't have the prospect of them playing Liverpool at Wembley at any yeah. point because uh, the way this season's going, it probably would just rubbed it in. What are you like on derby days? Have you got all your mates blues or are you split between your mates? I mean, do you do anything special for them or is it one of the highlights of your calendar? Yeah, if, if we don't, if we're not going like then we just uh, obviously just watch it in eyes with the family with yeah. me, um, uh, Chris, my older brother, and my dad, mm. and my mum. But uh, 
Most of my mates, it's just a mixture, really. Yeah. yeah just reds and blues, but my dad's, my dad's dad's a red. Right. My granddad and uh, my mum's dad's a blue. Right. So, it's uh, obviously Liverpool and my, my, my granddad's made up, and then obviously. So you're getting all sorts yeah. of stick, aren't you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, your, yeah. fight, your fights are in Derby week as well, aren't they? That's going to be some week it's for the, you, isn't it? Yeah, the day, the day before. before. The day after four. Yeah, the Derby, the day after, yeah. yeah. Could be some hat trick, that, two wins and, know, a, and a Derby yeah, win. Imagine that. Or, or like, obviously... Oh, my dad and his mates and that all went to match for years and that. And uh, obviously they'll all be coming to watch us on the on, on the Friday. So if, if obviously we can pull it off the bag the day after as well, it'll be a boss weekend for all for all the event. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you going to the game on Wednesday or are you in full training mode? No, nah, we're just training. I'm, I'm not going on Wednesday. Like, nah, I, don't know I think, I think we're in uh, Sheffield on Wednesday. Mm. Part, I'm sure we're going to go. Mm-hmm. We're watching it all So when you get to that derby week then, talk us through a little bit of your kind of training schedule and how intense does it get when you're kind of building up to a fight? On like the week of the fight, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The week of the fight's not really much training, really. It's just, you've done all your training throughout the five or six, seven, whatever, eight weeks leading up to it, so... The week of the fight's just more uh, cutting down on the food, cutting down on the carbohydrates, yeah. um, and just making the weight really. We're weighing on the Thursday, and then the fight's on the Friday. How old was you when you when you got into boxing, Joe? Um, first went to gym when I was seven. Um, Everton Red Triangle, the gym I'm still in now. Um, for as long as I can remember, it, me, me, like I've been around boxing my whole life, watching, obviously, my brother. Um, and the amateurs winning national titles year in year out. So, um, I've always been around boxing. Yeah, started when I was uh, seven, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you Did you play a bit of footy on the side? Did you have a Saturday league or a Sunday league uh, team? Yeah, yeah. I played for uh, me. Uh, club was called Rachel Club Walton. We played on a uh, Sunday. Played until I was about uh, eleven or twelve. Then I had to stop. I had problems with my knees, so yeah, I couldn't play no more. Mm-hmm. Who Who's the better footballer? The two years? Um, well, he finished when he was 11. You <laughs> <laughs> can't really say, but nah, I'd always be like when he, when he was young, most definitely. Are you still, do you still play a bit yourself? Nah, you play? Like, I used to love playing at me. I used to uh, obviously play for the Sunday team myself. Uh, played for a few actually, Towns and Boys. Uh, what was the other name of the other ones? Just a few other ones on a Crusty. Mm-hmm. Could play for Crusty, should have been on a Saturday as well. But uh, Towns and Boys was the main one. and uh, when like started to get a bit serious with the boxing, was yeah. going like away boxing for England and that, so was half missing a few games, and then one once I got to like I can't even remember what age it was, but it was sort of like boxing or footy because I was sort of thinking I don't want to get injured because the boxing was getting serious. I was like representing the country and that, so ended up swerving the footy, and even to this day I miss it. I used to play five a side for a bit, yeah, uh, just on it in Liverpool College, but. I would I would never go and play an eleven aside myself because like I'm I'm only little, do you know what I mean? I'm not like not like a big man. And there's a draw big man I just play into fifty fifties and I'd end up stuffing my leg or something. Yeah, yeah. Finish them on what, what am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> like I need to be boxing lads and, and that, so 
I do miss it, like, obviously, just obviously watching Everton, which is not um, not the greatest of times at the moment. <laughs> what, um, what position was you in the footy? Uh, I was on the wing, me, just the right wing. Nippy, nippy winger, fast, and Anthony fast, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Fast, yeah. yeah. What about you, Joe? <laughs> Similar. Uh, I played uh, a few different positions. I played on the wing sometimes, uh, left mid, and then centre mid sometimes in the middle. Playing there. Uh, Playing Saturday myself wouldn't mind having ah, yeah. you two on, on yeah. the team when it all when it all yeah. kicks off. We go and watch my brother like my brother plays on a Sunday, he plays for the lobster. So it's it? yeah. 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 a good it's a good standard. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? Uh, this is uh, a twenty seven, twenty seven, yeah, twenty seven, twenty eight. Maybe twenty eight this year, might we? Yeah. Twenty eight this year, yeah. So would the cause it kind of feels quite natural to kind of go down to the footy when you're when you're a kid and your dad takes you was it your dad who took you to the boxing first as well? Uh my dad uh, my dad took us to footy. My dad was our manager for a bit, I think, but um, the, with the boxing, it was more one of the one of my mates from school, Aaron, who played for the my footy team, Tans and Boyd. It was like six of us who yeah. all played for that footy team that went to the same school. And one of him, Aaron, uh, he was going to have an triangle and just said to us all, come down, obviously must have been enjoying it. And then that, that's how I ended up joining. But my dad used to box when he was a kid, like, but he, I wouldn't say I got into it through him. I might be... Might have the ability and be decent for him. Obviously, my dad was good at it, so yeah. But I just went down with my mates for, for, for something to do and just ended up ended up decent at it. And and the route in football, Joe, seemed kind of you know everyone knows the classic. You get a Saturday league team, you get scouted for a club potentially if you're good enough. How, how does it kind of work in in the boxing world? Is it you know do, do you go down and kind of, someone kind of goes to you know you're decent and, and they see something in you? Like how do you kind of start thinking? You know, hang on, I'm good at this. This could be my career. Yeah, you just you just uh, whatever gym you're in, you can go to any boxing gym and then um, just you you train however many times a week, however like whatever their schedule is, and obviously you've got coaches who you're in there with, and they'll just like it's sort of up to them. If you, like they'll decide when you're ready to fight, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have like club shows, you know, like club shows for like you 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 your gym, so yeah. you can have on club shows, and you could say you could say that's more like your. Sunday league sort of thing, if you want to put it into a football perspective. And yeah. then, uh, if you're good enough to go into national tournaments, then you, you, your gym will put you in a national tournament and you could say that's a bit like, I don't know, you'd have a national league, league in, in, in the in the amateur, you'd have like the the national cup. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know what I mean? And then yeah. say you win the national championships, then you'd, um, you get you box for England then. And you'd, obviously you'd have schoolboy junior, you'd have it all the way through to senior level. And once you win the national championships at your weight, then you'll represent the country then. And uh, like I say, at three nations, which is like England, Scotland, champion of England, champion of Wales, champion of Scotland. And uh, and then if you win that, some, some years there could be like Youth Olympics or uh, if you do it at, say, senior level, then more than likely you're going to get a, a assessment yeah. of, of Team GB. And then that's that's how, that's how you'd like, that's, that's the route through, through the amateur mm-hmm. game really to, to get to the top, which you obviously... To join the GB squad and obviously eventually go to the Olympics, or you don't really have to go that route. You could just turn professional. Yeah, anyone, anyone, you could turn professional. Really, anyone can turn professional. It's just obviously how good you are is how far you're gonna go in the game. Really. Did you, you always did you always want to go professional, or was it only after you had the um, yeah, the, had your success internationally that you thought about it? Yeah, no, always really from from quite a young age. Mm. I've, I've always thought I'm gonna be professional eventually because. You can only really go in the amateurs. The Olympics is the like the the mm. highest you can go, and like I believe in myself that I'm good enough to become a world champion. And obviously, why why would you not 
why would you not have a, have a shot at that? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Obviously, the good things that come with it. Obviously, keep making the family proud. Boss nights for the family. Hopefully, make a bit of money. Making the city proud. Yeah, make the city proud, yeah. which uh, I feel like I've done throughout my amateur career anyway. I've always brought medals back to major tournaments. And uh, obviously, you see the likes of Tony Bellew, uh, Callum Smith, all the Smiths, all world champions from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you obviously, that's what we're doing now. We're trying to emulate them. We're, we're, we're the next life. The next thing coming yeah, out of the city. Ones. Yeah. Like how big, uh, how crucial to you is, is Red Triangle being obviously you know, it's a fantastic community club, but yeah. also it's done so much. You know, got such a legacy in British boxing as mm. well. I mean, must be like a second family to you. Yeah, it is. It's, it's massively like a second family to us. I think how long has the club been around now? I think it was in the hundred years last year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, my coaches Paul and Anthony have moved down near enough my whole life. Like um, Paul. He, uh, my main coach, he's sort of like a, a mentor and, and sort of like a father figure, you know what I mean? Sort of, like he has been to so many boxes, yeah, hasn't he, over the yeah, years? He's been yeah, there for ages, hasn't he? Yeah. And how how's it been for you, obviously, to be able to follow in your brother's footsteps as well? Like, I mean, to you know, be able to, to, to learn from him and, and things like that. If you, you know, do you think it's made it easier for you? Has it made it harder for you because, you know, you've got a reputation to live up to? No, I think... I think um, I don't really look at it that way as it made it easier or harder. I just yeah. see him like he's always there uh, by my side to help me whenever, do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. All the way from the amateurs, obviously now as well. He's always just right there helping me wherever I need, so it's, it's good, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's exactly what you want, yeah. isn't it? Fair play. Yeah. Like, I mean, are you looking forward to the fight coming up? Yeah, I can't wait. On, a, on his debut, which is my second fight, we mm. boxed on the same night in the Echo. Yeah. It was boss for for the family for me, mum and my dad and that. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah, like obviously I've been these have been all over to watch me fight yeah. all over the world. I've been to like China, Germany, Bulgaria, Ireland, all over England, Scotland, Wales and that throughout the years to watch me fight. And uh, for to be able to box in Liverpool, obviously where me and my dad they haven't got to travel to <laughs> all the family can come, all the friends. I was gonna say how so, how different yeah. is it? Because obviously it's, you know, you've you've gone all over the world fighting, haven't you, in, in yeah. you know far flung corners of the globe. When you get back home and you've got that home crowd, obviously I know you've got your family, you know you've yeah, got your yeah, friends yeah. there, but obviously you know, you have thousands of people yeah. that don't know you that are on your side. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What's that feel like? Ah, it's great when uh, on on my debut when I uh, when I walked out onto the stage and that, seeing how many people was there, I was just thinking like this is this is naughty, this like this. Walking out and that, me come on, everyone was like singing and that. I was just like. Thinking this is this is every this like this is this is this is it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what what is your what is your walkout change? Did, did uh, you go for I the Tony Bellew style? Nah, nah, I didn't really want to rob her off him. <laughs> Maybe one day if if, if I fight in Everton's ground, then I'll have to ask him can I have it like. But um, I come out to top loader dancing in the ring like me. Oh, nice. what a sound! Great so choice. Da- I'm dancing in the ring now. I under the lights. Yeah, it's one of them. What are you, John? I haven't got one. Yet. <laughs> no, I haven't got no. one. That, that of like. Settled on. I've stuck with now that now that I'll keep my own career, but yeah. I, I do want one. But I just haven't. Found Have you got it. any ideas? Maybe we could put it out to listeners; they could choose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even. I don't have a clue yet. To be no. honest, I, I do need to find one. Three yeah. Now, yeah. How are you feeling about the fight coming up? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, good, feeling sharp, and looking forward. To it, That's yeah. it. And obviously, I mean, what are you doing at the moment in terms of you? It sounds like the week before you're already done. So. Your fights are going to be won and lost around this period now. Yeah, like, I mean, this is, this is where all the work gets done, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, we, we live together with my mum and dad, and that's so we, we go to the gym. The general the general gym sessions, 
we go to the gym at 11 o'clock Monday to Friday. Yeah. Or uh, we'll, go, we'll go sparring out some days. But basically, we're in the gym 11 every day, Monday to Friday. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday night, we'll run. Yeah. Either on the treadmill or outside. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we go on the uni and do our weight. So it's like, now that obviously he boxed in Bolton the other weekend and I boxed in mm-hmm. Dubai, so we were like training on different schedules. Not like different schedules, but different, we were in different times in, yeah. our, in our fight camp, where it's this, we're like, we're doing everything together. We're yeah. on the, obviously, we're on the same night, you know what I mean? So we're just in camp together, we live together, and that's all it's fucking it's boss. You know Makes I mean? it easier when your mum's yeah. cooking your meals as well, isn't it? Same for both of you, like. And when things are as intense as they are now, how much opportunity do you get to to pay to attention to the football? Like, I mean, is it is it completely in the background, or are you going are you, are you full on there every night, going to bed, not thinking about who your opponent is, but thinking where the next three points going to come from? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's hard not to obviously think about everything. You know what I mean? It's been in our lives since, since the start. Obviously, with my dad, you know what I mean? It's been engraved into us, and. Uh, Obviously, it's, it's it's not nice to see me dad when he's wounded. When, 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 when we're, like last night, you know yeah. what I mean? When we're, um, when we're obviously not playing up to standard, but it's uh, obviously we find the balance with, with the boxing mm-hmm. and, the, and the footy and that. So, the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Do you have Do you have season tickets to Goodison? Nah, if you can throw a good word in for it, you're on the waiting list. You're on the waiting list. Yeah. This, is, this is your chance. This is it, yeah. yeah. Get yourself. Someone from the club's got to be listening to this. <laughs> He's winning that at the end of the month, and I think we can uh, swindle with Farhad. That's the one, isn't it? Do you get to go down often, or? Uh, we get there as much as we can, yeah. like, yeah, when, when we can get tickets in, man. Did you just go to Goodison on the night that Bellew fought it? Yeah, yeah. You're there for that? Boss, that wasn't it. I was, it was like watching a Rocky film in real yeah, life, wasn't know, it? When he, yeah, he hit the canvas, didn't he? In the face, yeah, was it? Yeah, and then yeah. the noise. Yeah. I was uh, I was working the Black Horse on County Road at the time, and the noise in there when he won, it was like everyone was I like, I thought the tellies were going to come off the walls. And everything <laughs> you couldn't really how good you the way you got dropped on that. Oh, it was crazy, wasn't it? It was scripted, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. From the uh, from the couldn't Everton squad, then who would make good boxers? Who views? Yeah, they mean they must be solid, wasn't he? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, mean. I think Ben Godfrey. I think. Oh, I've called, seen it. I've uh, seen that video. Of him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to take a dig off uh, Ben Godfrey. I don't, I don't think, think so. No. no. In in terms of like your values and and the Smith brothers, and that, have you kind of got any advice off them? Do you speak to people like that, or is it you know kind of a Different community. Yeah, well, nah, we like obviously we know them, and I don't mean them. Yeah, I've, uh, I think some of Smith brothers still play on Sunday, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always, if I've always had messages off the Smiths, and that's only mean. Like, yeah, we should be looking at, and if I've ever needed any advice, like one time I was, uh, don't even know where I've been. I think it was like somewhere away, obviously with GB, because I've been all over when I was with them, but I was. In Houston train station, I was in the Nando's and I ended up sat next to Callum Smith, <laughs> and it was good to have a chat with him. No, I've spoken to him before yeah. anyway. It went the first time I've ever spoken yeah, to him. Yeah. Obviously, he he was on GB and like was I went through what I was going through at that time, so you know, just being away all the time, going to Sheffield and that. So I had a good chat with him there. Yeah, and uh, and all of the Smiths as well as well as Bellew, they've always they've always wished us luck on that. Will wish me luck uh, boxing for GB and that. So yeah, it's uh, it's obviously great to, to when you get messages off people like that. To, to, Big boxers in the city, in the country, really, and obviously some of them former world champions as well. What's the uh, so you say you're living at home? What what will the plan be on Wednesday? We just get get the family together, watch get the game on the big screen, or we just go go down the pub or 
Yeah, what's it what's it kind of like from what you say it, it all just sounds kind of so intense with your kind of training regimes and I'm watching a bit of the toffees well what, what, what's a boxer's downtime like what, what do you like to do when you you can relax is the you know golfer or is it a, a Netflix kind of thing or what, what do you do to, to chill out yeah I do mostly I just uh, Lie in bed to be honest. We like to go for the other little game of snooker here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, but, just, we just go to go to Scotty's. Uh, yeah, yeah, Darby, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Belfast, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it's good there. What about yourself? Is that a bit of snooker, a bit of lying in bed? A little bit of snooker, obviously, don't see me bed. Yeah. Or, um, just go for a little sauna or something. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. I don't really like lying man in bed so much. I mean, I get a bit, um, a bit bored. What's the what's the missus like pre pre fights? Does she, does she get a bit nervous yeah. and that, or does well, she is, been, is she into it? Yeah, been with me bed now for about I think it's like eight years. Really? Yeah. Actually, yeah. So, so it's a while, isn't it? So she's where where was I when I first got with her? I think I was I went on GB when, yeah. I, when I first got with her. I think it was like Youth Olympics days. I think I just won a like a bronze at the Youth Wales, which was a qualifying event for the Youth Olympics, and it was around the time that. That when I started, that was when I sort of got with her. So like for the for the whole relationship, she's just been used to me being away. Like that, you can imagine in China, that was away for like three weeks. That was when I first got with her. Yeah. So she's just been used to me boxing. She's been to Australia for the Commonwealth, come over to Germany, uh, for the World Championships, and it uh, obviously comes all my fights now as as a pro. So I don't uh, she, I reckon that she might get a bit nervous. Like, but yeah, I think obviously. How much I believe in myself, mm. and I'm like I'm not like a big headed kid, you know what I mean? But obviously yeah. she knows how much I believe in myself, and she believes in me as well. That, that like I'm good, so I don't know how nervous she does get. But how about your mum? Yeah, my mum's just the same. I like my mum. Obviously, gets nervous, you know yeah. what I mean? But she's just the same. She's like some some people's parents, <clears throat> some people's mums might go and watch the sun fight, but uh, like obviously loves do. But our mum, she's always been there. As I said, she's been travelling around the world. She's, hasn't really missed many of our fights over the years, so I think it's just standard for for the for them to be for them to be there watching us fight. Yeah. But even my older brother boxed as well at one point, so okay. like for the bar, how many years did you say boxed for about four? Four years. Yeah, about about four, four years. There was like three of us fighting, you no, know, like in, in our house. So it's uh, just pretty much standard to them, really. Yeah, yeah. It must mean the world to you as well that you've got that support there. So no, when, is, yeah. when you are boxing, you, know, you can see your mum, you can see your dad, yeah, yeah. your brother, everything like that. Just so it must be quite an incredible incentive. And obviously, now you've got the home crowd as well, yeah. haven't you? Coming in the next few weeks. So I don't know. It's great. You're looking forward to the 22nd now. Like, it's going to be a, be a good night. There's loads of scouts on it, isn't it? So yeah. it's going to be uh, packed out with scouts. Like, which, uh, other than your own fights, which fight do you reckon might be the best on that card? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't really know who who's fighting. Yeah, I don't really know who's fighting. Well, the main events will be good, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, Paul Butler against Casemiro for the world title. But uh, apart from that, I don't really know who's like mm. who's fighting who. Mm. But I'm looking forward to seeing um, Frankie Stringer and Harry Kinney. Yeah. It's, they're, they're making the debut. Okay. So um, I'm looking forward to watching them. Brilliant. You must get, a, obviously for a fight like this, I imagine your WhatsApps are going mad with ticket. Request yeah. <laughs> how many of the clan did you manage to take over to the Dubai? That's been an amazing experience. Ah, yeah, it was great. Obviously, I was all there with me two coaches. Did you buy like, yourself a little free holiday? Obviously, you get so many over, yeah. yeah. So, to go, yeah, did the family get but, uh, yeah, my mum, my dad, my brother, 
um, girlfriend, her yeah. dad, where they meet Ray, two of my cousins, and then there was already loads of people over there who live over there working and that, yeah. testing me, so there was half, quite a few scouts in there. They said the home class and Dubai. It was good. We used there, weren't you, fellas? A few scouts in there, weren't you? When I was coming out, it was, uh, it was decent. Would you have um, what, Vegas? Would that be one on, on your bucket list to, to yeah, fight in Vegas? Yeah, in America. Yeah. Vegas would be Vegas would be heavy. Yeah, Vegas like Dubai was sick. No, just like fighting, and then obviously I stayed out for a few days afterwards. So you got to have a little chill out there. Chill out, and it was sick. Just yeah. like just boxing, winning, and then just chilling out for a bit. Obviously, obviously stayed in that Caesar's Palace. So there was a nice gym in there. So obviously I was eating a bit of scran and that. So we got to get on the set. We got this fight soon, but. It was uh, to fight in America, like it'd be sick in America. America's like Dubai, just completely different to here, isn't it? So yeah. Obviously, there's no place like home, but like that Dubai, it's proper luxury and that's just on another level. And America, America's sick, there's the selection of scan and that, no, like in, in like the, the uh, petrol stations and that. Yeah. It's yeah. bigger than that, big massive power aids and that, just everything's on a different level. So I reckon if I was to fight in America, like I'd be putting a bit of weight on it. <laughs> Scousers know to do away fights as well. I was there. I was in Vegas when uh, Callum Smith, I think, was was over there a few years back, and then uh, yeah. it was literally just like I knew more people in Vegas that week than yeah. I did in Liverpool. Yeah. There was just scousers everywhere. It was boss. Well, what's that feeling like, Joe? When you know, I always think about kind of um, when kind of the side and Zed cars kicks in, and the, and the players are in the tunnel for like a derby or when we play Man United or whatever. But what is that feeling like when you stood there and, and your song kicks off and you kind of know that it's it's game time kind of thing? Is it? Is it kind of like a hairs on the back of the neck moment, or are you just so kind of focused on doing your job? I'd say that's probably when, like, when you get like fully switched on for your fight, if you know what I mean. So yeah, that's when like that's when like you're there and you're like it, like it's on now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready to fight, just eager. You say sometimes in football that like nerves can be a good thing if you can channel channel them the way. Do you, is that do you get nervous or do you not? Can you not really afford when it's kind of such a contact sport like boxing can you, can you not afford any room for nerves no I, I do believe like nerves are good I, I believe if you say you don't you don't get nerves I think you're lying yeah and I think it's a I think if I didn't have nerves going into a fight I'd probably be a bit worried yeah I feel like the natural. nerves the nerves make you perform better yeah and, and sort of I feel like you perform better under a bit of pressure if you know what I mean yeah so yeah I think nerves are good any nerves for you yeah it's getting nervous I still get nervous for, for any of my fights, really, it's more like I um, just want to box well, do you know what I mean? You want to win your fight. But as you said, if you, like, if you channel them nerves to a positive, then I reckon they make you more more like alert, more switched on, like more more like you make the right decisions and that's you know what I mean, which obviously be the same for a footy player. I reckon if footy players are coming onto the pitch nervous, that if they, if they like, make it to, the, to like, a good thing for them, then... It's a positive for them. I know you've recently signed. You were two big signings for Probellum. What's what's that been like? Yeah, signed. So, like obviously, I've boxed in Dubai and then I'm fighting in Liverpool. Yeah. The first two fights with them, so can't can't ask for, for much better. I mean, you know what I mean? And he's he's now we're both fighting in our own city. Yeah. On a Probellum show, we were just signed for. So literally, couldn't ask for much better, really. Just gives you another platform for those fantastic opportunities. Yeah, that's the one, and obviously they've just they've just got a got to deal with your sport as well. So mm-hmm. it's good. that's a good uh, platform to be boxing on. So Absolutely. and they're only new, Probellum are only new, and 
made some belt of signings already, do you know what I mean? So wonder where we're gonna be in like two two years or something. Absolutely. Hopefully me and myself, hopefully we're a champion and I'm not far behind. What um so you got we talked a lot about pre fight and during fight. When you're in the this intense period at the moment, can't allow yourself any luxuries, etc. What is it do you look forward to most after the fight? Providing you've won. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, a little salt and pepper chicken or something. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's what you were saying. Yeah, from anywhere in particular or just anywhere? You've got to take where you want to shout out. It's just this one. To be honest, people get salt and pepper chicken some places and yeah. say they're not into it. But I just feel like everywhere I get it from, it's major. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah I agree with that. Like, but I'd rather get it from a chippy as opposed to in the in the in the Chinese restaurants because yeah, yeah. no one who comes in the carton yeah. can like shake it about and yeah, 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 yeah. 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 that. Yeah. I had one after the anyway, really. I had salt and chicken from the hot after we got robbed against City the other week. That was yeah, decent yeah. little little post match yeah, one. It's belting in it. Well um we do our usual score prediction, but just before we finish and, and you have kind of just touched on it, I'll ask you both but, but Joe kind of five year plan. Could, could we have a little World champion, two brothers, world champions, and fighting the Randy Moore. What would that be like? Yeah, five five years. Hopefully, I'll be in five years. I'll be twenty-four. Yeah, I'd say hopefully I'll be pushing on for world title yeah. by then. Like yeah. Do, do you like to? Is that something when you're lying in bed sometimes? Uh, is that what you do? Can you sometimes start dreaming about the future and thinking what you want to do and and, and plotting it all out before yeah, you? Yeah. Like, I've I've always had obviously dreams of like I've always. It's all I've ever wanted to do is, is be a boxer. So most nights, obviously, I do I do think about like smashing in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you what, what's your five year goals? Um, five year goals. I definitely want to be a world champion before two, five years. Two like, two right, two right yeah, I want to like in my career. I want to be obviously I'm at super mate now. Yeah, win a world title at that, and then I can eventually I'll move on to featherweight, which is I want to win win a world title at that too. So. Uh, whether that happens within five years, I'm not too sure, but definitely be a world champion at the Super Bantamweight within five years. You've definitely got two two new fans here, haven't you, Joe? We'll have to yeah. get our tickets sorted for the twenty seventh. Absolutely, and I'm sure everyone uh, everyone listening as well will definitely be rooting for you. So before we go, we usually do the score predictions. MV Burnley Wednesday, Joe. I'll start with you. One nil. MV Burnley. One nil. Toffees. Richardson. One nil. Richardson. Yeah. I throw five on that. Yeah. Horrible game. It's just going to be a horrible Wednesday night for all of us. Reckon we'll just have enough quality to see it through. A little bit scared of Vegas with no Keen. No Keen has had the best few weeks, but um, he's good in the air at the very least, isn't he? And, and yeah. Vegas is a monster, even though he hasn't done anything for a while. But I reckon it'll be a horrible, scrappy, nervy one of them. 97, 97th minute when the whistle's going. <laughs> and, you know, we'll probably have a few nervy VAR shouts yeah. or something like that. But that's what I'm going for. Peter? Uh, I'm gonna go with one nil, but yeah. I'm just gonna give a I reckon Anthony Gordon is gonna slap. Anthony Gordon? Oh yeah. my god, that'll be some home for him, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um we're gonna go for two one. I don't think we're gonna uh, keep a clean sheet. Yeah, um to score, I reckon probably Gordon with Charlie and something like that, but I hate Burnley, me though. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Proper old big old arm, that horrible team. I'll, uh, I'll make it a, I'll make it hundred percent. I'm gonna go three one. I think we could yeah. surprise us, and we could get a uh, get a nice win where we might be like three 0 up and cruising for a bit, and then we'll we'll give away some crazy goal yeah. like we do every week. <laughs> but thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming in, lads. It was thank great you. to have you here, and uh, for everyone listening, remember you can get those tickets for the MS Bank Arena 
Friday, April the 22nd, to see Peter and Joe hopefully continue their unbeaten run. And lads, predicting a big future and a big future for you and hopefully the Toffees staying in the Premier League and we'll yeah. be seeing you fighting a, a brand new morning in the near future. Right. Everyone, thanks for listening. You can uh, find the Royal Blue Podcast at your usual places and leave your comments uh, either on our Facebook page, Royal Blue Podcast, or you can find us all on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be back after the Burnley game with more comments on hopefully what is a big win for the Toffees. Thanks again. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.